An old growth tree gently rotates in the air as it plummets to the ground far below. Trembling leaves are ripped from their branches, creating a billowing trail in the sky. The canopy below approaches rapidly, as if to embrace its returning sibling. The tree bursts through, violently rotates on caught branches, then crashes directly onto the camp. Varys and Peebax leap to the ground amid a hail of splintered timber. To arms! To arms! The rock returns! Sybil Silvertongue quickly fights her way out of her bedroll, the impact of the tree mere feet away from her. Thanks, that would have been nice a few moments ago. Across from Sybil, Syndra is pinned beneath a log. One sharply broken branch has dug itself into the top of her chest. I see our winged foe from yesterday hovering above the camp. I take this time to push myself out from beneath the log and hide myself. I have to take a shot. Sendra turns in such a way that dislodges the branch from her chest, grabs her crossbow, then digs her nails into the soil to crawl out on her belly. Once free from the tangle of branches, she kneels, hidden from view within the leaves. She winces as she loads the crossbow and raises it, tracking the shadow circling roughly 70 feet in the sky, waiting for an opening. We've tackled this foe before. I know its weak spots. I loose my bolt and it goes straight for the neck where I hit it before. In a display of critical accuracy, the bolt slams beside her bolt from the previous battle, which is still protruding from the bird's neck. The rock falls 10 feet before recovering. Ha! Fuck you and your nest! Across from Sendra, Varys sees Gee's tent smashed in by a tree branch. I sidestep, taking position between Gee and the rock, readying my bow. I knock an arrow. Do I shoot to wound or shoot to kill? To kill. I take aim at its heart. He releases the arrow, which grazes the bird and clips feathers from its body, doing no damage. Ah, a miss. I steady myself, knock another arrow, and aim for the heart once more. As Varys tracks the bird, his bow catches on a nearby branch moments before he releases, sending the arrow ricocheting off of a tree and into the canopy. Ah, another miss. (sighs) I must distract this creature. I dart to the edge of the clearing. To me! To me, foul creature! As Varys attempts to distract the rock, he who who solidifies and emerges from the felled tree near Gee's destroyed tent. <laughs> Disoriented but ready, I extricate myself from the collapsed tent, breaking the outer fabric, and ready my weapons. I look around for cover and look behind one of the limbs of the fallen tree. I scramble to my feet. I see the rock flying above us, and I know I need to act fast. I need you to do something big. I close my eyes and bring my hands together. I take a breath in, and I speak the word. Static. Impossibly thin, blue and pink glowing lines materialize and extend in midair, shaping into a hollow dodecahedron around Sybil and the rock's head. The shape around the rock's head then radiates a bright blue light and crackles psychic energy. Forks of purple lightning arc from the magical lines and into the bird's head. Disoriented and in pain, it falls another 10 feet closer to the ground. I look over at Peebax, thinking he might be ready to attack. Peebax, it's your time. Show us how you led those armies. I stand up straight after watching the boat. 
fire its way into the rock's neck. Blood showering down from above. I look at my team and decide to cast bless upon all of them. Pebax whirls around, thrusting his arms to the sky. I stand defiantly, arms akimbo, cloak billowing behind me as I cast the spell. Beams of yellow light shoot down from three feet above each of the party members, causing their entire bodies to glow for a split second before slowly fading. Pebax clenches his fists and lowers his arms, trembling with strength. May your attacks be true and deadly, my friends. Confused, the rock extends its claws and dives at Syndra. She ducks as the massive talons swipe overhead, billowing her hood. The rock then struggles to gain altitude, attempting to use the treetops as leverage under its wings. While the bird thrashes, Peebak seizes upon an attack of opportunity. My hands warm from casting the bless. Now, heat up with guiding bolt. Peebak steps forward, defiantly raising his arm. Lightning arcs from Peebak's hand, momentarily lighting up the woods with an electric blue light. As the focal point of the lightning, Peebak's reflective armor leaves residual mirage streaks in the eyes of those who witness him. The bird's smoking feathers stand on end, then quickly fall back into place. Its feathers continue to glitter blue with magic, condensing near and highlighting weak points on its body. The rock then raises its beak, preparing to spear Sendra again. Final bird, I will end your bloodline. I spit. Sybil's magical cutting words distract the rock, whose plunging beak splinters the branch next to Sendra. The rock behind me tries to attack. Misses. She quickly shifts her center of gravity as the rock struggles to extricate its feet. Once free, the bird flaps its wings and again uses the treetops for leverage to take to the skies. I ready my crossbow again and take the shot. Seem familiar, bird? Syndra fires at a glowing spot on the rock's neck. The bolt connects and the massive bird shudders in the air, barely recovering in time to remain aloft. The glittering blue magic covering the rock's body quickly fades away like glowing water droplets fading from view. I know what I must do. I fling my bow to the ground, reaching back with my other hand into my pack, grabbing a potion, hoping it's the right one. I sprint towards the tree, quaffing the potion mid-stride, and as I feel my body growing in size, I leap from the tree, reaching for the rock's feet. I said to me! 